Hello and welcome to your podcast, Mind Your Own Retirement, from Your Life Choices, the website and the e-newsletters at yourlifechoices.com.au. We're very happy to say that she's back. The publisher, Kay Fallick, welcome back from your European vacation. John, you're very, very kind. No, I wasn't being kind. I'm just saying you're back. I'm back. The Wicked Witch is back. <laughs> Watch out. It's nice to see you too and you look absolutely fantastic. Oh, kind. And I just, we're for the first time working actually out of your office. This is the heartbeat. And I've got to say there's a lovely <laughs> sign here and, and it's a, one of those little positive signs that people have and it's not uh, a kitten's hanging on saying, hang in there. <laughs> no, this is a really lovely one from Marcus Aurelius saying that... It sounds like um, one of the saints, Marcus Aurelius. No, he's he's a a Roman Stoic. (laughs) It says, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. Isn't that lovely? That is wonderful. Our daughter gave us that. Wow. What's our daughter? No, your daughter. Well, I share her daughtership with my husband. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I yes. think our daughter. I thought, no, oh, my God, John, not another not, one. Not that one, no. Oh, right. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no. This was Lucy. Teddy. No. That's lo- but it's a beautiful, um, beautiful saying. It's a it? reminder. Oh, that's mm. very good. When you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy and to love. And, and we Should tr- we stop now? No, no, no. <laughs> We're just getting... That was just the warm-up. That's fantastic. Right. And we right. are going to talk about your fabulous trip a bit later on in this podcast, aren't we? Yes, I thought people might be inspired by how to go to Rome, not spend a fortune and just breathe. (sighs) Very zen. You breathe breathe in Rome. Yes. Um, Did you stay? And we'll find out where where else you went. Actually, you started in Australia. Didn't you go up to Cairns or somewhere? Uh, We went to Byron Bay, but... That's for another day, I think, John. Okay, but no, but just, just where, it where you went. went Byron Bay, <laughs> then went to... I went to Rome. Roma. I went to Perugia. Wow. I went to Bologna. Bologna. Back to Roma. Back to Roma. And then to Sicilia, Sicily. 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 Oh, mm. boy, I can't wait mm. to hear about these. Very cool. Cannot wait to hear about mm. these. Well, look, um, we've got uh, some interesting guests as ever. Would you like to tell us who is coming up on this podcast? Okay. So we normally cover money, health and travel. Mm -hmm. We've already decided that I'm allowed to um, be annoying about my travels. Absolutely. You can, you know, we'll have a slideshow. Yes, yes. (laughs) That'll be a mental one. Oh, it's upside down. Hang on. Uh, But the important guest first up is Hank Yongson from Centrelink. He's the man. And uh, it's a big coup for us that Hank's agreed to explain Centrelink to our members. Wow. Okay, that's a good get. So uh, Mm. Hank will be coming up shortly. Um, Then we're going to be talking about health and the benefits of gardening and as we come into this time. Your favourite girl, Janelle. Janelle, who filled in while you were away. She she was very good. Not she is not, not very as good, good as you, boss. Not as good as you. She she's very very good. Good fun. And then we're going to talk about your gap week in Roma. Exactly. Good fun. This is the podcast, Mind Your Own Retirement. It's the podcast of your life choices. Go to the website and also check out the e-newsletters at yourlifechoices.com.au.
Welcome back to Mind Your Own Retirement, the podcast from Your Life Choices. And on the line, we have a very special guest, Kay. We have the head honcho Uh from Centrelink, Department of Human Services. Not Hank. Hank. Hank Joggerson is on the line. G'day, Hank. G'day. How are you? Thank you so much for joining us. Um, As you're aware, because you've just told us you subscribed to Your Life Choices. I knew I liked him. Centrelink. (laughs) I like him so much. Um, Centrelink is a huge topic for our members because we know around 70% of retirees are on a full or part pension. We'd like to cut to the chase and talk to you about compliance, which at the moment seems to be centred on robo-debt. Look, that's very true. And and look, I have to say that recent coverage in the media uh, has wrapped everything up into so-called robo-debt. What we're finding is that almost everyone now that has received a debt is saying, oh, it's because of robo-debt. So look, I really welcome the opportunity of, of talking about this because the so-called robo-debt or the online compliance program is only one of a range of measures that we've got in place to protect um, uh, taxpayers' money. Uh, And that's really what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is compliance to ensure that people receive the right amount of money from Centrelink. So if we say to you why aged pensioners shouldn't be concerned. How would you view that? What's your take on that question? Look, I totally agree. Uh, The reason I say that is what the online compliance program is about is identifying discrepancies between information that's been provided to us and information that is then provided to the tax office through tax returns. And what the online compliance program does is when it identifies a discrepancy between what tax has been told and what we've been told, it generates a letter to the individual asking them to clarify that discrepancy. It's really important to make the point this letter is not a debt letter. It's simply a letter seeking clarification. It's the start of the process. It's not the end of the process. Well, I think that's really important for people to understand that. Absolutely, because there's been a lot of sort of fear spread around. And as we know, some of our uh, senior sits um, you know, get very uh, frightened very easily. Absolutely. And, and look, that's why it's so important that I have the opportunity to explain this. Now, In relation to pensioners, which you specifically asked me about, the first thing I have to say is we know from our statistics that only about 4% of pensioners are actually employed. So again, I just want to make the point that what we're talking about here is earnings from employment. We're not talking about reviews of shares. We're not talking about uh, an overview of investments. They're all part of separate processes that we have in place. The online compliance program is simply aimed at looking at earned income declared to the tax office, and if that differs from Centrelink, that's when we will generate a letter. 
So, Hank, to cut to the chase for older Australians on New Start, if this is about the 4% of pensioners who are employed, does that mean people, older people on New Start um, won't be part of this program? No, no. Older people on New Start usually constitute a larger proportion of people that are actually working and earning income. So they are part of the normal uh, income compliance program. But look, it's really important to make the point, we only send these letters where discrepancies occur, where there's a difference. And what it really highlights is the importance of keeping us informed updating us if you receive an increase in your income, uh, updating us if you receive a bonus. And look, the ways in which you can do that are many and varied. Look, when you sign up for a welfare payment, what you're doing is you're in effect entering into a contract with the Australian taxpayer that you will be providing us with accurate information about your circumstances. And as I said, the online compliance program is just one of a number of measures that we have in place uh, to make sure that the information that's been provided to Centrelink is accurate. So just on the point of information, and we uh, often ask our members or, or remind them that, that keeping everything up to date is really important. But if somebody was to receive a letter asking about a discrepancy and it's related to a debt that's about seven years ago, I know in my life I'd have difficulty coming up with my information. How does that work? Well, again, um, uh, we have looked very carefully at ensuring that we try and make it as easy as possible for people to provide us with clarifying information. First thing I have to say is you don't necessarily need to get seven years worth of pay slips. Um, what we've done is we've de developed a formula where if, for example, you can provide us with bank statements and most banks will enable you to uh, get statements online at no charge, uh, then we can apply a formula to, to uh, determine what your gross earnings will be. But look, this is, this is the other big thing about these letters. The letter explains to you and gives you a number of options. Firstly, you can seek to resolve the situation online uh, through a link that's included in the letter. But there's also a phone number and there are experts at the end of that phone that can guide you through the process, that can give you advice. To help our members, because, you know, we really do need half an hour to talk to you, I wonder if we could get a no-name typical letter and put that on the website so people could see what the letter actually looks like and what the options are to respond. Is that a possibility? Absolutely. Great. I'd be delighted to provide that information for you. And yes, we'd welcome you putting it up on the website for us. So we can see what it looks like instead of being concerned. We could see the facts. And and one more thing, it's quite interesting that um, this program is in place to, to um, you know, on behalf of the taxpayer. We, we fully understand that. But is the same kind of technology being used to look for people who might have been underpaid? 
Uh, there's no specific technology, but in instances, if we detect an underpayment, um, we would um, uh, we would remedy the situation within a set of rules that uh, relates to how far back we can go with underpayments. Um, and look, I have to concede the focus here is on the protection of taxpayers' money. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other review processes uh, that we have in place which can identify underpayments. And again, if we identify underpayments, then within a set of rules, we would um, uh, make adjustments to people's uh, payments. But I'm not going to pretend that this is about uh, finding underpayments. The primary purpose of this is to protect taxpayers' money. So we are going to put together a summary of everything you've said, Hank. We'll put that on the website and when we receive that really important letter, uh, we'll put that up too because that's of great interest to our members. Yes, I'm sure it is. And look, if I say nothing else, what is of key importance is if you receive one of these letters, don't ignore it. The worst thing you can do is ignore that letter. If you're not sure about working your way through a computer uh, and uh, uh, the link that's provided, there are people at the end of the dedicated phone number that's in that letter that can provide you advice and guidance on how to clarify the situation. Don't ignore the letter. Hank, you've uh, really been very generous with your time. As a general manager of Centrelink, you have uh, an amazing uh, workload. Uh, We like listening to you on the radio and you're very informative and always available. And we thank you very much for your time this time on Mind Your Own Retirement. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity anytime. Hank Youngson, thank you so much from Centrelink. And just a reminder, folks, go to the website, yourlifechoices.com.au. And, uh, Kay, the uh, the letter will be up there eventually. Uh, yes, Hank's team are very good at sending information very quickly. So um, I believe we'll have that up within the week. Excellent. We're going to be coming back and talking health on Mind Your Own Retirement. Folks, I'd like to talk to you about Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Now, this is an easy-to-use financial tool that allows you to calculate exactly how much you should be receiving in fortnightly pension payments and supplements. It's very well-priced at just $29.95 per year. Visit pensionchecker.com.au and make today the day you take control of your income with Your Life Choices Pension Checker. From Your Life Choices, it's Mind Your Own Retirement and you're very welcome. It's uh, John and Kay. And we're learning things. We are learning things and it's time to get healthy and get in the garden because the weather's getting better. Well, it is in the southern states, isn't it? It certainly is. And uh, look who's here. Janelle's joined us. Hello, Janelle. Hello, John. Hello, Hello, Kay. Janelle. And Janelle very kindly filled in while you were away. She didn't just fill in, John. She, let's, uh, let's just she be was, honest here. She was very, very good. She was great. She was a, she did was, you comment uh, about Mother Superior, a little, John? I said, did I that, said, did well, that get through? Mother Superior is away. <laughs> Janelle will play. I heard that. I yeah. listened to that podcast. Now, are you a gardener yourself? I'm definitely a gardener. Always have been. Daughter of a gardener. Oh, and I'm really? sure he was probably the son of a gardener. Are you a gardener? I'm a massive gardener. Well, there you are. Are you? No, hate it. <laughs> 
So let's Two get... out of three ain't bad. <laughs> but I do know there's a lot to be said as far as health and mental well-being oh, in gardening. Totally. Please explain. Yeah. Well, physical, mental, social, budgetary, there are so many aspects of gardening. Obviously, it, it's a physical exercise and depending on the size of your garden, it might be uh, a large task from time to time. But sure. even if you only have a very small courtyard... It's the idea of just getting out and breathing the air, perhaps bending over, pulling mm. out a few weeds, mm. getting the secateurs out, trim, trim, trim. Um, hopefully you don't go too berserk and knowing when to stop. So uh, not, see, that was my problem. not killing yourself I, I, in the I process. Would, I would also be a bit too adventurous it's, or a bit too enthusiastic with yeah. the trimming back. It can be hard to stop And my that. wife would come and say, what have you done to it? I said, oh, I thought I'd give it a good cutback. <laughs> no. No. But idiot. some plants, some plants actually cope. They do. Don't you're, they? You're they kind, need it. Kay. Some plants need it. <laughs> you're very Not kind. the ones you were trimming. A <laughs> lot of folks have uh, have moved out of their big homes mm. where they would have had massive gardens. Uh, what's your recommendation for oh, those who've moved just, into smaller well, when it happens for me, I'm already actually potting things that I oh. don't want to lose if and when I downsize, such as, you know, sort of bulbs and... and succulents. Well, things that have... <laughs> I like saying this, succulents. Succulents, aloe vera. My, I bought, I, my aloe vera in my garden I got from central Queensland. It was my father's. I will be taking that with me wherever I go. Oh. Do you think you've well, broken a lot? <gasps> <of finger? laughs> I don't, I don't know if she was allowed to say that. Oh, dearie me! It was a little while ago. Okay, well, back it was 1874, mm. so it was before About. all that. So, tell us some of the other benefits. Well, the the mental aspects. You just always feel better for being outdoors, and whether you trim back a little bit hard or not, it's you still get the the the, the mental um, benefits. Um, the other thing is. If you're going to grow vegetables, as I do each year, share the produce. Sort of talk to your neighbours and when you've got, you know, 10 lettuces all ripe at the same time, go see a neighbour and see if they want a lettuce or two because they're not going to last. doesn't love a homegrown fair dinkum out the backyard like a tomato? I didn't know you're not supposed to put tomatoes in the fridge. Tomatoes I in don't the fridge. put them in the fridge, no. No, I know you wouldn't. <laughs> for us humans, as, you know, us normal people, like, I'm not talking about the, you know, the geniuses like you, because uh, they go, they go they're off. Nicer. They lose their. T- yeah. They're nicer if you if you don't. But that means you only. You got to. Yeah. And my dad used to grow tomatoes, beautiful tomatoes, mm. but my mum, when the crop came in, she couldn't manage it. She oh. gave them away. Oh. She made chutney. Oh, tomato was, kasundi. What's kasundi? <laughs> well, it's a it's a a curry, I guess, version of a chutney. Beautiful. Yum. I mean, spice it up well, as much as you like. That's why our Italian friends, uh, you know, all the tomatoes come in mm. and they get. Gather them all Zuko. together and then boom. And they have a day. That's a right. family oh, day. It's yeah. fantastic. It's all about connection, yeah. really, isn't it? It is for sure. It is for sure. And, of course, uh, you can save a bit of money. Well, you certainly can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, your tomatoes that you will grow will absolutely be better than those you buy. Even even the vine-ripened trust tomatoes that you probably pay $10 a kilo for, your tomatoes are going to be better for sure. you just got to keep the possums and the, you know, <laughs> other, little, scurrying, little critters other away. scurrying critters away. Yeah. But the other benefit is... Pass the skills down to your kids, to your grandkids. Yes. I had my, you know, I've had a grandkid out last weekend. He was helping me pull weeds and sort things and put things in bins. And was, was he crying? <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you, did you explain what slave labour is? Not until I got the chainsaw out. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> no it's, a, it's a wonderful way to all come together. It's good stuff. I did. You know, before we uh, let you go, uh, community gardens, they're becoming more popular, aren't they? Oh, I think community gardens are a wonderful thing. Again, it's about meeting people. If you don't have your own plot and, and even if you don't have a particularly big courtyard or balcony, suss out a community garden because mm. they are springing up all over the place. It's one of the better things that the councils are doing. So, yeah, you can just head on down, probably meet a few people while you're there, while you're there water weed, take home the produce. There's something fundamental here, which is we are animals, we are creatures, there are natural seasons. And when you get in the garden, you you are part of the Mm. natural planet. Absolutely. And when you put your hands in the soil, you feel better. You do. And I actually think gardeners are the nicest people. Well, just an opinion. And, and butchers and plumbers. <laughs> and funeral directors. No, no, but seriously. <laughs> and announcers. <laughs> there is, and there publishers. Is, I like quiz show hosts myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there is logic to your statement about putting your hands in the soil because there, there are scientific studies that show your immune system will be better for having put your hands in the soil because there's something in there. And yeah. I, I, yeah. I could search the name, but you don't want to know the name. But it's, 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 a, a, fact. it's a real thing. You yeah. feel better. I feel better. Yeah. yeah. Got any I gardening tips on our website? Oh, well, I'm sure. I think you I'm should. I'm sure we have. There will be. There Absolutely will be. Because <laughs> you've got nothing else to do. <laughs> Much. Make sure that uh, J- Janelle's gardening tips are there as well. I love it. That's Every great. Every week. Go you to should. your life choice. Yeah. Oh, it's a big country though. Yourlifechoices.com.au is where you should go. And uh, Janelle, thank you very much. Until next time. My pleasure. This is Mind Your Own Retirement. It's the podcast, Mind Your Own Retirement. You are very welcome from Your Life Choices. Go to the website, check out the e-newsletters. It's yourlifechoices.com.au. Now, normally at this particular point, we'd be speaking to Leon about travel, but seeing as the big boss has been away, Kay, you're going to tell us about your lovely time in Roma. Yes. So I think a lot of people want to have a gap year. It's not just for people Kay, you like your daughter. You didn't call that a gap year. A gap year. Yeah, for That's you. what we want. Yeah, so you're going to go away for a year? No, I went away <gasps> for a week. <laughs> no. Janelle will no. have a heart attack if she has to come back and do it for a whole year. True. But it would be, now, how did you find Rome? Because Rome can be very confronting for a lot of people. It's, uh, it's very busy. Yes. It's, um, it can yes. be very polluted. What was the weather like? Uh, some tips, right? So I oh, decided yep. I decided to have a gap week. A gap week where I went to Rome and didn't try and be a tourist, mm-hmm. but I literally smelt the roses. I just hung around. Excellent. Felt the vibe. Beautiful. I love uh, that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're busy, and also at our age, we've kind of. You know, we've seen the Colosseum. What do you mean our age? Oh, she's going, oh, what do you mean our age? Your age, Dixie, you're older than me. But, uh, you, you know, you've been to the Colosseum, you've seen the Spanish Steps, you've you've done, you know. The big ones. Vienna. You've done the big ones. So yep. it's lovely to go somewhere and, as you say, just absorb. It, just hang out. So I read that there's no need to go to a museum in Rome because Rome 
is a museum. museum. Yep. Do you, do you not love that? Oh, I, I love, love that. Absolutely. And that's true. So I had a week before our daughter joined me mm-hmm. and I rented an apartment. Wow. And How did you get that? Online? On booking.com. Yep. Now, here's a tip. If you book a lot on booking.com, they call you a genius and you get a 10% discount. Well, you're a genius. I felt like a genius when I got the discount because it was for a week. So that apartment was very affordable. Mm -hmm. It was in a district called Trastevere, which is like the St Kilda of, or the Surrey Hills, if you like, of Rome. Ah. So it's across the river. Yeah. It's still full of people, but they're mainly Italian. Wow, there I you like go. That. And, and I you, like had a, that. you had a good neighbourhood. Great neighbourhood, very funky. The food was amazing. And every day I would get up and think, what will I do today? Was it like Paris where you have your, your areas and you have your own yep. bakery in the area, you know, yep. your own you know, butcher? All of that. Really? All of that. Fantastic. So it was very cool. It was very real. And this apartment was next door to a palazzo, as you do, yeah. which backed onto the botanical gardens. Oh. So the view outside my apartment window was an Italian garden with palm trees. <laughs> Go figure. How good is that? I love it. Yeah. So I found that way of going to Rome affordable. I did not rush around and pay for sites. I went to so many churches and it was hot, so I would go inside and sit down for half an hour and just watch people. I would look at the amazing artworks on the walls. Um, Caravaggio is my favourite painter, so I followed where his paintings were and I ate a dish called cacci e pepe, which is like pepper and cheese pasta. I'm going to put the recipe on the website. Oh, good on you. But it's a Roman specialty. So I guess I did the eat, pray, love thing. Oh, isn't that great? It was beautiful. Were you there by yourself? I was there by myself for a week. You felt safe? I felt very safe. Great. Interestingly, Trastevere is is busy all hours of day and night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked everywhere, John. Yeah. I just walked. Sure. Yeah, amazing. That's yeah. just wonderful. And so some of the tips for people who might like to be heading off to Italy and um, specifically Roma. Okay, so you can get very good airfares, about eleven dollars or $1,200 sure. with all the major airlines. Yep. Just keep an eye on it um, and you may want to book your three months or six months ahead. Don't go in their school holiday time. Because we we think about our school holidays for FS, but on the ground you don't want to be there when when those families when Europe is on school holidays, shoulder seasons as Leon tells us always mm. great right mm. so it might be March I was there in September I think booking an apartment is fantastic uh, you can save a lot of money there you, you can then do they still have the tourist police. 
I don't know about that. I, when my first trip to, to Venice, uh, we went to a, like the tourist police and you could go there and they would say, well, this is available. I think now it would be sort of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be the travel bureaus. Yeah, that's it. it. Generally in the smaller towns, so yeah. I went to Perugia in Italy, you could go to the local tourist bureau and they would probably help you. Yeah. Sometimes at airports they have dynamic um, boards lighting up, computer boards okay. where you can go. Another thing, getting in from the airport, the Leonardo Express into Rome, I'm going to say nine euros. So is, is that a train or is it a? It's a train. It went on it, time. Half an hour, uh, every half hour. Oh, fantastic! Like clockwork, getting back to the airport, just do it. But there's also a service which you book ahead online. It's about eight euros. So it's like a shuttle bus. Okay. So you know, there's so many ways to save money if you keep an eye open on it. Yeah. Well, mm. look, I'm sure you're going to put some of those tips up on the website. I think I might write an article. I think you should write well, an article. Not, whether he wants it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd be very happy for the help. Well, Kay, that, that's terrific. And um, a buonasera. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. <laughs> Kay Fallick talking about her gap week in Roma. Thank you so much indeed, Kay. Before we go from this episode of Mind Your Own Retirement, leave us with a nugget. Well, I'll make it quick because I have spoken a lot today, John. We love listening to you. <laughs> Thank you, John. So let's talk about crotchets. Hey, What's a crotchet? Oh, that's something that my mum used to do with a, with a, with a single thing when <laughs> she'd be, she would make socks and things. That would be crochet, John. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, oh. Mean, oh, you mean the thing with the, the mallet where you uh, hit no, it through a... No, that would be croquet. Oh. Right. We're uh, on oh, you're talking crotchets. about a little thing that mum used to make to eat. No. <laughs> What's, what did she make to eat? Croquet. Croquet. Uh, you know, the little thing. A croquet? Yeah. Far yeah. out. Yeah. Could we talk about crotchets Well, now? you asked me, do I know what they are? And I've just given you five. Three. All right. Uh, okay. A crotchet is a musical note. Oh. But we're not talking about that. Oh. Because. Hey. Because. Have me going. Because a crotchet is also something which is an odd fancy or a whimsical notion. Oh. Now, why did I bring that up? Because you want to go back to Rome. No, no, no. That, that's whimsical and I'd like to. No, because when we talk about being crotchety, yeah. we think what? Oh, uh, you know. Bad tempered. Bad tempered. Peevish. Yes. Grumpy old man. Yes. Grumpy old woman. Yes. So how can a whim, which is fun or a fancy, become a crotchety old man or woman? I don't know, Kay. So I think we have to relabel crotchety. We okay. have to make crotchety cool. Make crotchety cool. <laughs> okay, make crotchety cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Shall I sign out? Yes, you should sign out. But, folks, <laughs> t- for all this and so much more, please go to Your Life Choices website. It's yourlifechoices.com.au. E-letters and website. We'll be back with the next episode of Mind Your Own Retirement. Welcome back, Kay Fallick. Hello, John. Welcome back to you. We'll be back again next time. Look forward to your company.